just the power of your testimony. Um, we've had definitely more mission trips than we've ever had, you know, in the life of dwelling place. It's just amazing to see. We had about 32, 33 missionaries go out uh, during the summer. Um, you know, uh, the, our, our local missionaries have just gotten back from a nice, long endeavor. The Davidsons are back. And um, I, I just also wanted to honor Joseph. Can, I don't know if you guys know this. Can we stand up, Joseph? Um, Joseph uh, it's Sadaris, or wait a minute, is that right? Sadaris. Is that right? Okay. Um, he and his family came over from Jordan probably, what, seven, eight years ago, and they're out in Arizona, and they've, they planted, uh, we sent them out there, and they planted a church um, to really reach out to the Muslim Arab uh, Americans there. And uh, so they've, they've been out there, and so we just want to bless them. Can we just give a shout to him this morning? Yeah. It's a blessing to have him here. They were, they're, they're our missionaries from Jordan to, Amer- to America, so they've been a blessing to us. And, and uh, just keep praying for their family as well as they minister out in Arizona. Um, so I just want to highlight that. Um, so... Um, this, this summer, we've been talking about the power of your testimony. A couple of weeks ago, I really even spoke this word about the power of your yes and how the domino effect that, that creates. And, you know, like Marguerite, you know, she had this facet of in, her, in her heart that God was kind of, I don't think she's here this morning, but I don't see her, but on vacation. So, you know, in her heart, she kind of, uh, you know, felt called to maybe missions at some point. And I had, I had one, one Sunday, I showed a a video of the testimony of me going to Costa Rica. And during that, during the, I was just sharing it as part of a sermon, and all of a sudden the Lord just said, you're going to go to Costa Rica. And she said, no, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was just it was funny how the Lord just kept working on her, and she started, the Lord softened her heart, and then she goes out to Bethel for a year, and I guess, you know, at the end of that year they do a mission trip, and guess where she got picked to go? Come on, Costa Rica, right? And so, you know, the, so that was the first yes. And then the second yes came because all of a sudden the Lord was putting it on our heart. Hey, you need to lead a team to Costa Rica. Uh, no, I don't know about that either. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not qualified. You know, she had went all through that. I'm not qualified. I'm not this or that. But all of a sudden the Lord just he said yes, and she went. And, she, and there was 13 of others that got to go along with her yes. So all of a sudden, the power of her, yes, multiplied. It went from one, now it's 13. Now the 13 of us got to have impact in the nation of Costa Rica. And in that, there was at least one man saved and a lot of people ministered to. So all of a sudden, the domino effect of that. What, what, you'll never know. I probably will never know maybe what uh, happened at that, at that point. But that's the, that's the awesome part of the testimony of our yes, the testimony of when we step out. Now, it doesn't mean just going to Costa Rica. That may mean, hey, my Lord said, uh, hey, hey, uh, you might need to be share, starting a Bible study. Uh-uh, no way. Or maybe it's, hey, you need to go ask forgiveness like uh, the Macons were encouraging us to, to that person. Mm, no way. You know, asking all along the way, there's no's and yeses all day long that we're facing. And the power of your yes and the testimony of your yes and I don't think I'll get to the word today, but uh, one of the, but we'll see what happens. But I might share, but because uh, Kaylee and Pat, I wanted them to share, because they, it really goes along with that testimony of your yes, the testimony of saying yes to going. And they went to Uganda, and I'm going to have them come share uh, their testimonies uh, of that. Amen. Amen. working? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so uh, this definitely, I think for both of us, was a big, <laughs> significant trip. Uh, going into it, I was immediately like, yes, let's do it. But I didn't really understand what I was kind of getting into and what would happen if I knew that. I probably wouldn't have said yes. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it's cool how the Lord like works through that. So um, kind of beginning to the trip, I just was hit with a lot of um, like lies from the enemy that I wasn't qualified. Um, all these other women were older than me. They are like have full-time ministry, and I'm like, Lord, like why, why me? Like why am I going here? Like I don't, 
really see like what like difference I'm gonna make. And so we get there, still kind of struggling with this like thought of like I'm I'm not qualified, like what am I doing here? So I'm like, or maybe I'm here just to learn and so I'm kinda you know, just keep on going, and um, it was just really cool. And uh, one night, we all just had like this ministry time, like just Holy Spirit broke out. And um, one of the ladies came up to me, and she just started reminding me of like things that the Lord put inside of me, who I was, and just kind of attacking those lies of like, no, like I have called you to this, like I've called you for a purpose. Like it doesn't matter what you see in the physical. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter. Um, how much experience you have, like, I've called you to this, and I've called you to go, um, and this was right before I was supposed to speak um, the next day, and, like, I've been struggling, I was like, Lord, like, when am I supposed to speak, and I write some stuff down, and, like, it was really good, and then the Lord was like, no, that's not what you're supposed to speak, and I'm like, why, <laughs> and, like, we, I need something now, and so I eventually was kind of like, okay, Lord, like, I might just get up there, like, I'm not gonna have anything to say, like, what am I gonna do, and, um, that night that we had that ministry time, I just went to my room, and I was like, okay, Lord, like, you know, you, you've got this. You're going to speak however you're going to speak, and it might just be, like, a prophetic word. I don't know, and um, so I was getting ready for bed, and the Lord was like, sit down and start writing, and I was like, I was like, okay, like, this is good, and so I started writing, and he was like, go back to this prophetic picture that um, you got, and so during the conference, like, the beginning of the conference, I got this picture of like these wells popping up in the room and like I asked the Lord I was like like what are what are these wells and like the Lord was like come near draw near he just kept on saying that draw near to me like there's living water in it um, and so I kept on seeing that but I, I didn't really know like what it was for so I kind of I wrote it down and I just gave it to the Lord and so he brought it back up and through that he brought this whole um, pretty much like testimony of a uh, from when I was a little girl, when I was about two years old, um, we were in Big Stone Gap, and someone gave me the mic, and um, I didn't know how to speak yet, but I had my own little language, and I just got up there, and I just started preaching to everybody. I would just, like, preach, 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 and then I would start laughing, and then I would preach again, and I would start laughing, and uh, the Lord, like, brought me back to that, like, just tying in, like, when you draw near to me, like, he gives you back that voice. He gives you what he's planted in you from the beginning of time. Like, he's, that's never taken away. So, yeah, the, kind of tying that in. Um, so I kind of tied that in, and uh, there are some other things that he um, kind of brought up about the woman at the well and being able to draw near. It's just, like, crazy stuff that I wouldn't have ever thought of on my own. Like, this, just totally the Lord. And so the next day, just being able to get up there and, like, totally... Uh, just let the Holy Spirit move, because one of the uh, things that I struggle with a lot, and I know that some of you might too, is being able to fully trust in the Lord to speak, even when you don't have everything planned out, because I like to know what I'm going to say, and uh, right before I got up there, he said, don't look at your notes, and I was like, what? I'm like, I've got to look at my notes. He's like, don't look at my notes, and so I, I did bring up my notes there, and every time I would try to open it, like this wind would come through and it just closed the book back and like all right all right I'm gonna I'm not gonna look at my notes so and it's just cool like the Lord just like brought it all together and it was just I, I don't even know how it happened it just flowed really well and it went right through and then just being able to stand up there and like the realization of like wow like Lord like all of these women like you've called them here and then you're speaking to something or something specific to them and you're drawing them near to you and I, that just blew me away, just being able to see, like, how the Lord, like, even though you might not think that you're qualified, that the Lord does not look at that at all. Like, he has called you um, to specific things, and that you don't have to worry about what other people say. Um, you don't have to worry about saying the right thing or um, <laughs> worry about, you know, getting up in front of people and, like, like I don't know how to, like, say this or speak this. Like, the Lord's going to move in that. Um, so that was really cool, and then I'll share a little bit on um, another side of just being able to really feel more alive in, like, him, and just letting go of the things of, of this world that I was holding on to, because before I had gone, I didn't realize there are some things that the enemy was trying to hold me back in, and being able to, you know, really, I don't know, shine bright, and with this joy and aliveness, being able to dance and not worry about what other people are thinking about, like, being able to really be who God called me to be and not feel like I'm, like, 
trying to box myself up. Um, I think that was a big thing there, just being able to really get out of my comfort zone and just see how the Holy Spirit moves and being able to flow. Almost like hopping in the river, you just kind of flow in him in the river and like he brings you along and you don't always know what it's going to look like, but when you do that, he just flows right through. And um, uh, there was one time uh, we had this ministry time and uh, there's a lot of people... um, uh, in Africa, they deal with a lot of witchcraft and stuff like that. So a lot of people have a lot of strongholds and things that are holding them back. And so, um, you know, we were praying for people. And, like, we, there was, like, one time where we didn't have any translators. So you're just, like, going around, like, praying in the spirit. Like, I don't know, like, what to say, but I'm just going to pray in the spirit. And this, uh, the Lord just told me to go this one lady. And I just, like, sat there just praying for her. And then all of a sudden, she just kind of, like, falls out. And I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then kind of, just kind of started manifesting a little bit. And like for me, like I've never, never really dealt with that before, like personally. So all I really knew is like, okay, Lord, like I'm just going to declare you over this lady, like whatever the Lord's trying, or whatever the enemy is trying to hold her down and like, you know, you're going to press through. And so I never did, I didn't really know what to do. All I felt like I was supposed to do is just pray peace over the lady. And she just became peaceful and she wasn't, uh, like she wasn't manifesting anything, she just kind of had this peaceful, and then I just started praying for her, and then all of a sudden, she just, like, this release over her, and she, she opened her eyes, and her eyes were just, like, clear, like, that you could tell, like, the Lord had moved in her heart, and, like, I didn't know what to do in that moment, I was just kind of like, okay, Holy Spirit, like, you just take over, and so it's just really cool to see, like, how he brings that breakthrough, and, like, when you trust in him, like, he is going to make a way, so that was a little bit of it. Sorry. <laughs> so I didn't really give that backdrop, but so we were at um, we were in Kampala, Uganda. Uh, we were speaking at two women's empowerment conferences, and then we also went to two different schools um, to talk to some of like the teenager girls. Uh, so that was most of what we did that whole time, um, and. The first conference, yeah, there was several thousand at the first conference. The second conference was a little smaller, but it was out in like the rural region, um, so there's not as many people there. But it was really cool because it was just kind of a smaller church, but it's very like sweet and be able to to really interact with the women a little bit more one on one. Yeah, it took us ten hours <laughs> on a bus on a dirt road um, to get all the way down there. So it was. Yeah, and the women, yeah, some of the women travel many miles. And this, the second one was in, like, the rural region. That, more of them were local um, in that region. Uh, the first con- conference that we did in Kampala, uh, women traveled from all around. And actually, there were some from different, I think there's Kenya. Um, there were some from Kenya. So the, a lot of people there were not from Uganda, too. So, yeah, so there was a lot of women. Um, first, I want to thank everybody for sending us, uh, for all you did to sew into us and sew into the women and the whole conference and praying for us. That was amazing. We really did feel the prayer covering, so thank you. Um, I, uh, like Kaylee, felt unqualified to go, uh, totally unqualified to go. And um, last year, the Lord gave me the opportunity to go on like a dream vacation to London and Paris and he told me to go in February a year and a half ago and I didn't know why I thought wow you know that's kind of seems kind of (laughs) selfish and but it was amazing and when I was flying home he said that was to kickstart you to get you to want to go and then in October I knew that he wanted me to go on a mission trip. I didn't know where. And then in the winter, I thought, oh, I want to go to Costa Rica or Peru. Yeah. (laughs) Not Uganda. (laughs) Because I was in Nigeria 25 years ago, and I thought, I will probably never go back to Africa. Not that I hated it. I just didn't feel like that pool, you know, that I just didn't feel anything. And... um, So when I knew that he was saying Uganda, I'm like, okay, um, how am I going to do that? 
I kind of felt like, Mary, how's this going to happen? And then he started to say, I'm going to take care of it. And he showed me how he was taking care of it. And I'm like, that's really great. And then I was like, what am I supposed to say? Um, I really don't have much to say. And he's like, it's okay. I'll take care of it. <laughs> like, oh, I hope you will because I have no idea what to do. And because um, they have this form to fill out. I was like, how comfortable are you speaking in front of people? Like on a scale of one to ten, I'm like five at the max. And um, But I thought, I, I'll probably be okay. And um, so then on the flight over there, he was saying, be okay with how this looks. I'm like, oh, that's really cryptic. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I have no expectations. I really have expectancy, because I remember when Daniel Wheeler talked about expectancy a year or two ago. I was like, that's good, yes, expectancy. So I was there and, um, you know, just flowing with it all. And uh, the first night of the conference, after several of the women spoke, I panicked. I manifested. <laughs> and thankfully, I was in a group of, you know, our small group. We were praying and worshiping, and I just lost it. And God brought up something that I thought I had dealt with uh, like a half a century ago. And he said, no, <laughs> here, now. <laughs> And it was great because I was in a safe group of women, and it was amazing. And I, wanna, I would love to say that after that, I got up the next two days later to speak, and it was awesome. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was awesome. I got up. I spoke. Um, I actually even sang, which was hard for me because I don't sing, but God had me sing. Um, it, it was just but it was yieldedness. It was willingness. That's what it was about. It was just, you know, you just go, you just leave it up to me. And God kept saying, reminding me too of um, the, the lepers, uh, the 10 lepers. In the going, they were healed. And he doesn't say it was immediate. It doesn't say it was, you know, it doesn't say when. It was like, in the going, they were healed. Um, and so that's how I prayed over people, like believing in the going. They're going to be healed. I don't have to see it. It doesn't have to look the way I want it to look. Um, and um, so I had this amazing opportunity in a group of women that came up in my row. The night before when we prayed, there was a woman that had this... Uh, a severely handicapped girl that she brought up in a blanket. And I don't even think she was a girl anymore. I think she was grown, a grown woman, her daughter. But she was so handicapped and so emaciated that it was hard to tell her age. And um, I had the chance to pray over her. And the really amazing thing was when they interpreted what her mother wanted, her mother said, I just want to be able to worship. Oh, my gosh. I'm like... You tell her, her father says, she is doing the highest form of worship. She is taking care of her daughter. She didn't abandon her. She is loving her. She is being Jesus to her. Tell her she is worshiping. And then I also got to pray over the girl. And afterwards, when we met as a group, I said, you know, that girl was in my line this time. And her eyes followed me everywhere. Did they do that to you? And they go, no, that's a miracle because her eyes were totally unfocused the night before. So I believe that there's continued healing. Um, yeah, thank you, God. Um, so anyway, I, I, just, I just continue to be there and be present and be in the moment and just ask God to lead and guide me. I'm the poster child for not what to, how to give a presentation in front of a thousand people. That's okay. It's okay. I have continued since I'm back to see um, the blessing, um, the reward of just saying yes um, so that's all I have to say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
So, um, we have a slideshow. It's just a simple slideshow. Um, some of the photos. If you haven't seen things on Facebook, um, Amy. That's awesome. She's she's my daughter has now spoken to a greater crowd than I have. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the one that we didn't know, we didn't even know all this was in her. But that that's the cool part. I mean, I start thinking about Kaylee, and I think the power, of, you know, her yes, and you know, there was some, you know, I think about you know when she was trying to decide whether she was going to go to vet tech or maybe do the internship, and she was kind of back and forth on that, and all of a sudden. You know, she does the internship, and, you know, God just awakened things in her, and just because of that, yes, not not that vet tech would have been bad or, or, or what, but I feel like the Lord just started opening up things for her in that yes, and and, and, I, and I think, you know, I won't, I'm not going to share the word I have, but, you know, there's this phrase in the song, it just has captured me, it captured me over in Costa Rica, and just said, um, you know, um, that grace is waiting there for you, like, uh, it says, dance like the weight has been lifted. Grace is waiting, you know. And I think about this yes and no. It's like, is, you know, where is the grace waiting on the, this side or that side? You know, when I said yes to Costa Rica the first time and said I'd go up into the jungle, I'm like, I have no, that's, there's no, I don't have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, I just laughed the whole way. But it was amazing the grace that was waiting there in the jungle for me. 
And I would have never, you know, and it's almost like that. If I'd have known what I was getting into, I might not have said yes at the time <laughs> that I would do it. But because of that, yes, grace was waiting. And so I'll come back to that word another time, another place, but because it, it, it's, it is a, a place that God, I think sometimes we get stuck over here in the, you know, I don't know or the no, and, and we get frustrated with God, but because there's no grace. You know, sometimes the grace is, you know, if, think about even asking for, you know, should I forgive or not forgive? Where's the grace? To not forgive or to forgive? Where's the grace? It's waiting for you on the other side of that forgiveness. You know, so there's just this reality. And so I'm not, I don't want to get into that because there's just too much to even think about. But I do, there was two words that were given during the service. I want Amy to come. I think she has a word to share. And I think Kinsey's word, I don't know where she went. Kinsey had a word right at the end. I want to just pray. And I just want to pray into the, these two words coming uh, kind of to close out the service. And so I want Amy to come and share. She doesn't. Um, right at the end, while uh, we were worshiping this morning, um, after Eden had everyone to shout, um, during that time I got pretty emotional because I had been, I've been praying for years. Um, but, you know, so we went on, some people prayed for me, but then I heard clearly God say, um, you know, myself and others in here, when we prayed and we shouted and we didn't see those walls come down, they came down but we didn't see it in the physical. And I felt like he was saying we need to, to um, speak and proclaim those words over ourselves day and night until we see it. Amen. Amen. Declaration. Can I have somebody, Amy or somebody come up and start playing? Kenzie also had a word at the end I, I just wanted to pray into too. Um, so like all today, I've just been like this morning, I kept hearing the Lord saying over and over again, like he's awakening our gifts and our callings and like, he's encouraging us not to go back to sleep because it's really easy, like to just want to go back to sleep. But the Lord's like, no, like I'm awakening this in you. You need to stay awake and be ready for my coming and be ready for me. Don't go back to sleep. Mm. Man. Man. can we just man, I don't know between the kids this morning you know the youth the you know these next generational you know that have just gone on and they're walking in this place man I, I just I feel like the Lord too there was just you know maybe you maybe you had a hard time to respond to that you know when you know the children are going to pray for you, man, I just encourage you, whether it's old, young, in between, like really value and honor, man. These kids have are power packed, man. I don't know. I mean, when I, like I said, when I went down to Living Waters and I saw our youth, I mean, it was all the youth, but I mean, we had probably, you know, about 15% of those youth were our youth and our youth were in that place of just entering in and walking. And, and I'm like, man, I'm just, there's good fruit. Like sometimes you, sometimes in a battle, you know, sometimes when you've been doing something for 20 years, you start going, man, is it worth it? You know, but man, I was, as I was singing that song this morning, Jesus, you're worth it all. Like you're, you're worth every hour that we spent, you know, with the, you know, with the, all the kids area, you know, the, the Daniels, the Catherines, the, I mean, I'm going to leave all sorts of people out, my own wife, just sewing into these young people as they're growing up. And then, and then uh, these youth leaders just, you know, sewing into them, man, it's not, for, it's not for not. Like God is doing a work in that. It's generation to generation. So when I just encourage you next time, like if something held you back from getting prayer from them kids, don't let anything hold you back. Like step into that, you know, step into that. We've been gone for like 32 days and, 
you know, we came, I came in and I just like jumped right in. It was just like such joy. There's like just freedom that I haven't seen in a while. I mean, we've always been like a pretty free church, but it's like more and more. So like keep, keep pressing in. Like it was just, it was awesome and beautiful and just fun. Amen. Someone has a, I don't know, anything else? <laughs> you guys <laughs> There's just been this theme about walls coming down. I'll just share this real quick. I heard Bill Johnson say that when the Berlin Wall came down in Germany, that the night before it came down, there was a significant prayer gathering that happened at the very spot that the wall came down. And Bill was saying, how many times was there a prayer gathering at that wall before the wall came down? You know, maybe a hundred times. And on the hundred and first time, the wall came down. So I just want to echo what Amy's saying, you know, let's not give up. Let's not stop praying until we see the walls come down. Amen. I don't know what's going on here. But, you know, we're going to pray for the apostle of this house. Step forward, Rick. It's like um, you had to hear everything said today before you got prayed over. Because everything that was said is for you also. Uh, the, the walls, there's been walls that you've built, that people built around you that God didn't build. And this morning, I believe that they're ripped down in Jesus' name. Do you agree with that? And um, the other thing about was remembering who you are, remembering what the giftings are. It's like um, your heart, and by the way, you're supposed to anoint them. And... Um, this, this anointing oil is from one of your most beloved sons, by the way, in the faith. And when she said your gifts and what to be renewed and all that, it's like, what's going on with your heart? It's like what God's going on with this with dwelling place. He's trying to restructure, redo all this stuff. And you're... You're like the uh, point. Because what most people don't understand what an apostle does is an apostle is a Greek word for one cent. That's just what a little piece of it is. I heard Bill Johnson describe an, describe an apostle was it was a man that when the, the king army destroys another nation and takes it over, he sends the apostle in to take the key cities and reform them, to remodel them to look like the homeland of the king. So what apostle does, he changes the atmosphere of where he is to make it to where the king is comfortable and stays longer. So Rick, I believe God is going to just take your heart and restart it today. I just seen like this electricity come down. When all, when all those kids were going all over the place, that was a big deal. It's like they broke the ground. They're breaking the ground of this whole place this morning. But God's restarting your heart, rebuilding you, rebuilding dwelling place for what he wants, what he sees dwelling place needs to be. You are an atmosphere changer. You do create places where God wants to dwell and stay inhabit, cohabitate with us. So right now, let's all, all reach your hands towards Rick. I just want to speak, you know, as we're, as we're extending our hands. Uh, can I have uh, Pat and Darlene and Mark and Margie, can you all come up? And also, just felt like the, there's some... Some fathers and mothers in the house that have been here. I was trying to think. I was trying to see. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Maybe and Ted and Laura can come too. It's just really interesting that the Lord really highlighted Rick and, and Paula and Mark and Margie and Tom. And I was going to get Tom and the Burbies up here too because these guys, because they said yes a long time ago. They said yes before we even knew they said yes. 
you know, now we get, we're walking in their yes. We're walk, the, the church is walking in their yes. These, these children are walking in their yes, you know. So you start thinking about the multiplication factor in that. Don't start, just start now. Just asking the Lord, all right, yes, yes. And so, Lord, we just want to, let me see if I can get to it. <laughs> Lord, we just want to anoint uh, even Rick, uh, Lord, with oil. Lord, we just want to lay hands, Lord, on him and just say yes. Yes to all the dreams and visions, the things that he's put in this place, God. The atmosphere that he has broken ground on and changed. And, and even that we are getting to walk in the fullness of that even today. Lord, even now, Lord, uh, even in the future, Lord, more. More of, what, uh, more of that, Lord. More of that in him. More of that in what you're doing in him. And not only in here, but out, out from here. And just the things that you're doing. And Lord, we just thank you that you're... You're, he is a, a man after your heart, Lord. Paula is a woman after your own heart. And Lord, we just lay hands on him as representative of both of them because they both said yes. Lord, Paula has had, said, has had to say yes a lot and, and stepped into that. And Lord, we bless that yes. We bless the yes that these, uh, these men and women, the Mark and Margies, the Tom and, Bur- Tom and Ingrid's uh, Burbies, the, the ones that have said yes and Lord, uh, just we just pray in Jesus' name for a hundred percent healing and wholeness for this, for His body, for His mind, His spirit, His heart, Lord, every everything, Lord God, would just be fulfilled in You, Lord. Yes. And so, Lord, we just say the yes and amen to the promises of God over Rick and Paula, and Lord over Mark and Maria, over Tom and Inger. So, Lord, we just thank You and bless them. We thank You for the what You've done in and through them, God, and how You've walked with them. We bless them. We bless them. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Who? Um, no, you. You. They All right, so real quick. Yeah, yeah they, they're going to teach it. So Sophie came up to me, and she's like, we need to do Into the River, right? In the river. So everyone's going to join. They're going to teach us. I don't know it. You know what's so cool is that, like, I lead the dance ministry, and, like, I have been so, like, just ministered to, like, just seeing, especially the youth at Living Waters, like, them getting up there, and I'm like, you all need to bring it back here. Like, don't just keep it there at Living Waters. Like, bring it back. And so it's just been so cool. So I'm excited that they wanted to do it, and they initiated it. Yeah, it's the same. Amy, it's the same one that they just played for the, you just played for the slideshow. So, so can we just focus, and I just want to pray. I just want to pray real quick. Kiddos, can y'all help me pray? Can y'all help me pray? They're excited to lead us. That's awesome. You know, I, I never, I never want to make, I never want to say sorry that we're getting out late or sorry, you know, because I'm not. Um, it, we're, going, we're going late, but this is just kingdom and you can't do anything about it. So, um, but I just want to pray that there's, there's impartation this morning and I pray that we receive it. Like the faith of a child, Lord, the, the joy of a child, that there's something that's resurrecting and dwelling place. That's, that's, it's just resurrection power. It's the river, getting into the river. And so, Lord, I just, just want to praise the children lead us. Lord, it says, Lord, you'll be led out, Lord, even the, with the faith like a child. And, Lord, thank you for these ch- children, Lord, these youth. And, Lord, and I, I just could keep going up. The, the next generations, Lord, have just walked with, even just encouraged us, empowered us today. The, uh, the, the, uh, the, all the generations have walked in this place. And so, Lord, we just pray blessing and life on the impartation. We just want to receive it, Lord. I just want to be in a place to receive that this morning. So, Lord, we just release that and release these children to lead us in Jesus' name.
So what I'm going to have the, the, the children, the youth, children, everybody, you're going to stay on that laminate, back up that way a little bit. If you want prayer this morning, we're going to close out this way. I'm going to release you. If you want prayer this morning, I want you to just come up and some of the parents can come up and help their children. But I want anybody that needs prayer this morning, I want these children and youth laying hands on you. I just feel like the Lord's just on that this morning. So if you didn't get to enter in the first time, I want you to enter in the now, okay? Come step into the river that they just walked us in and through this morning. Amen. So, Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your kingdom. Thank you for your, just the river of God that we can walk in, that we get to participate with these youth leading us into it, the children leading us into it, Lord. And we thank you for it. We bless you, and Father, in Jesus' name. And we say the yes and amen. 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 So come get prayer this morning if you need healing. If you need restoration, if you need joy this morning, whatever you need this morning, come and get these children, youth, lay hands on you this morning. Amen? Otherwise, be, you're free to love on somebody before you leave and enjoy the rest of your week. <laughs>